You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. When your workplace bully takes a breath and sizes you up for their next meal, that's the time you need to review your protection steps to send a clear message that you are not worth the hassle. Let's start again with apologies for the cancellation of the bullying surgery and delays to the publication of our podcast episodes. We're as disappointed as you, but as you know, When COVID hits, we have to follow quarantine rules and testing procedures before we can get back to our normal work schedules. We'll be doing our best to get back on our normal podcast schedule in the coming weeks and also with the rescheduling of our bullying surgery in early 2023. This week, we're answering a listener's question that came up during a conversation about the bullying surgery. The listener wanted to map their bullying case during the surgery to help them answer a specific question about whether their interview performance had been affected by the bullying they were experiencing in their current job. We didn't get to map the case in the surgery, but we did have a private consultation with the listener. So we thought it would be beneficial to share our answer to the question here, which the listener has agreed to. So the listener was up for a promotion and told us the promotion was in the bag, meaning that the interview was just a formality that needed to be completed. The listener, let's call her Sophie, Sophie then told us that she was suffering horrendous bullying in her current role, which included a lot of the types of bullying we've highlighted in previous podcast episodes, but mainly consisted of mobbing, breadcrumbing, workload bullying and micromanagement bullying. Sophie told us that until listening to podcast episodes about these issues, she had never even identified all of her treatment as bullying, but understood now why her experiences were bullying episodes. And this had brought her some relief because she now knew that it wasn't her or something being wrong with her. And instead, what she was experiencing is bullying, plain and simple. Sophie then told us that she went for a promotion interview in another part of the company that had nothing to do with her current role. Even the people are different, Sophie told us. And Sophie felt that she would be treated fairly at the promotion interview because the manager of that part of the company had approached her personally to let her know she was being headhunted for the promotion. So naturally, Sophie believed the promotion was in the bag. However, when Sophie got into the interview, Sophie said honestly that she believed she froze in that interview when she was asked certain questions like, how do you get on with people and how do people relate to you and how would you describe your communication skills and how do you solve problems within a team? 
These are questions, Sophie said, stood out for her and which she felt she answered okay, but felt that although the words were coming out of her mouth, her body language was perhaps saying something else. Because Sophie said when she was answering the questions, she felt she was reliving some of the bullying she had experienced. As it happens, Sophie didn't get the promotion and reached out to us to map this case as a way of perhaps understanding what may have happened in the interview. So the first thing we need to highlight here is that bullying and prolonged bullying especially can have the same effects on you as being in a war zone in that Once you come out of the war zone or you come out of a situation where you have feared constant attack, although the fear of attack may be over or not happening at that particular moment, you are more likely to find yourself reliving the events and re-experiencing the symptoms of that situation, which in the first instance is likely to show itself as you having very little control over the thoughts and memories of the experiences you have suffered, even though you're not in a threat or stressful situation. The next thing to know is there are three distinct types of re-experience in your bullying episodes that may be at play at any given time in any given situation where you are likely to feel nervous, stressed or anxious like being in an interview. Firstly, there's flashbacks which bring memories of your bullying as if the bullying is happening at the moment you are having the flashback because the anxiety or the nerves you may be feeling can trigger flashbacks of when you last felt that way during a bullying episode. Next, you can also have distressing and intrusive thoughts and images associated with the bullying you suffered and in extreme cases, Those thoughts can trigger harmful behaviours in you. So whilst in a stressful interview situation, for example, you can have thoughts that may tell you that you're not good enough or that a particular question you are being asked during the interview is about the interviewer trying to make you look silly or trying to humiliate you or laugh at you. Or that the interviewer knows about the bullying and is making you squirm. Or even thoughts that the interviewer may be connected to your bully and maybe there is a plan to make you fail. These are all intrusive thoughts you could be having. And finally, even though your bullying may have stopped, you can still feel the physical sensations you felt at the time you were bullied. And this is sort of what happened to Sophie. Sophie told us that even though at that particular moment she was not in a bullying situation, when she was asked certain questions in the interview, the questions made her think about the bullying she was suffering and the times when she blamed herself and asked herself whether she was the problem. And in that moment she felt sick and felt herself getting hot in the interview and felt as if she was shaking even though she was sitting still in her chair. What we would have mapped out for Sophie is the impact of re-experiencing bullying and where and how that impact is likely to show up, which is particularly during times of situations of stress, distress, anxiety and nervousness, because something in those types of situations 
like Sophie's interview, would likely hit the triggers created by Sophie's experiences of bullying to the extent that it can happen that certain words or behaviours of others could have triggered a re-experiencing episode for Sophie. It's important to say, as we explained to Sophie, that we don't know why Sophie didn't get the promotion, which Sophie felt was a sure thing. We've explained that there could have been a better candidate on the day, or Sophie may not have performed at her best during her interview, or Sophie's re-experiencing episode could have been a factor, or Sophie's bullies could have acted to block Sophie getting the promotion. Because yes, bullies are like that. But what we supported Sophie to understand is that bullying is not a one-time experience. No, bullying can leave you with lifelong scars that can reappear when you least expect them to and when you don't want them to reappear. And this likely happened to Sophie during her interview. As we've mentioned, we had a private consultation with Sophie, during which we provided Sophie with the support to better manage the symptoms and the impact of the bullying she suffered. And we'll be working with Sophie to determine what, if any action, Sophie wants to take to make the bullying stop. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are that experiences of bullying can reappear to impact your life when you least expect it. Because the effect of bullying is akin to being in a war zone or in prolonged situations of extreme anxiety and distress. Under those circumstances, it's better to spot your symptoms early and take steps to help you control the impact of the bullying and the impact of your symptoms. Remember, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com and simply state that you would like to request a consultation. Finally, you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify if you like our podcasts. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.